0: to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting The Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself, I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development, and sales, owner and founder of Empower On Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership training and personal professional coaching and consulting services. Certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. So tonight I want to just mention a feature um, that was in a magazine, um, a feature of yours truly that I am so thankful, humbled, and blessed. I was actually featured in Glenn Vicious in Her Vision magazine. And you can check out the interview today. One of the questions that I was asked was, how do I define success? And I responded by simply saying that, I truly believe that everyone's definition of success may be different. In fact, your success journey would not look the same as mine or the next person's. For me, success is a journey that never ends. I define success as knowing my purpose in life, continuing to grow and reach my potential and empowering others for growth. So you can check out more of this interview by visiting www.grandiciousiam.com their website, or you can visit my website, www.empoweronpurpose.com, and click on the Glambitious icon to be directed to the interview. So today's quote, today's empowerment quote, that is, is to, is the power you have is to be the best version of yourself you can be. So you can create a better world by Ashley Rickard. Let's talk about this quote. You guys know I absolutely love quotes. Be the best version of yourself so that you can create a better world is what the quote says. This quote right here should speak volumes to all of us right now, especially with all of the foolishness that we know that went on with George Floyd losing his life. Many people have been a part in led protests to be heard. People are speaking up and sharing how they feel. I have seen a ton and have actually been a part of this myself with putting out different posts about Black Lives Matter and people sharing their voices and how they truly feel. What I will tell you today is that it's a perfect opportunity for you to grow and learn more. We may not realize But educating yourself and learning more about the movement is what we all can do right now. It's how you can create a better version of yourself so we together can create a better world. I challenge you guys all today to learn more about what you can do. A few days ago, I actually posted on my Facebook group and my Instagram what you can do. I posted Action items, organizations to follow, and petitions to sign. And so I challenge all of you guys to visit those pages. Visit my page on Instagram. Visit my page on on Facebook. It lists out all of the different action items. It lists out all of the organizations you can follow. It lists out all of the petitions that you can sign. If you are at a place where you don't know what you can do, start there. Because truly, I believe it all starts with you. You make a choice to do better because you know better. You make a choice to be a better version of yourself, not just because you want to grow, but because it's our job, our duty, and what I feel like we are put on this earth for, and that is to help someone else. So speak up and speak out. So today I'm really, really excited to share with you guys my special guests for the evening. When I tell you guys, I'm extremely, extremely excited to welcome my special guests to the show. So a little bit about Sylvia Castillo. Sylvia Castillo is an early child professional and business owner of 18 years. She is also the founder of Cultivating Ministries, where they encourage and equip individuals to cultivate a personal relationship with Christ. So I'm so excited to welcome you, Sylvia, to this evening. How are you? How are you this evening?
2: Hello. I am wonderful. Thank you so much, Sharisha, for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. I am well.
1: Absolutely. So I just shared a little bit about, you know, your a little bit about your, you know, about you. If you could just, you know, share a little bit more about yourself with You know, with the listeners.
2: Yes, I am an early childhood educator. Um, I am a family um, provider that operates my um, early childhood education from my home. So it's a home based program. And I'm also a gold seal provider, accredited program. And so I am also one of the top providers in my county. So my passion is also uh, pouring into the lives of young children. And also, so I love it. it's my passion, and so I love also that same passion and pouring into god's people and to help build mm-hmm. uh, cultivate them through a life of intercession and that's how cultivated ministries came about um as a young child um you know I kind of you know my mother was a uh, I was separated and had to live with family members. And so, you know, I wanted to give back into the lives of young people. And so that's what God, uh, through that, God uses me to also pour into the lives of others through prayer. Because I believe it's prayer that strengthens us to be who we are in identity and to be successful in Christ.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely love that. And so you mentioned that, you know, you mentioned your ministry cultivating uh, ministries. Tell us a little bit more about you know that, and um, you know anything else that you you know really want to share about cultivating ministries.
2: Well, Cultivating Ministries is a ministry that, um, you know, I love to uh, cultivate and compel God's people um, the importance of gaining an intimate relationship with Christ. And without having that personal relationship with Christ, oftentimes it's, difficult to to know who we are, the wholesome, the totality of who we are, because it's through him that we live, move, have our being. And so without that foundation of prayer, then oftentimes we have cracked foundations or we don't have solid, secure foundations. And so Cultivating Ministries was led by the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a Holy Spirit um, ministry where I love speaking on you know relationship with Christ, and so I love to help cultivate one plant one one um one plant one um You know, one plant, one pour, and God gives the increase. And so with that being said, I really feel that when we that are strong and better from the other we, then God is the one that brings an individual to the fullness of that perfected man. And I believe that's what the totality of what God is calling for us to be cultivators in one another's lives. And that's that iron sharpening iron.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I love that you help others cultivate a relationship with Christ. I think we all, you know, we both know how important it is to have a relationship um, with Christ. So what do you do in order to help, you know, nourish relationships? So if you can speak a little bit more about that and, you know, how do you truly help them make the connections to introduce, you know, uh, people to that relationship?
2: Yes. um, What I love to do is um, you know, enhance individuals through the Word of God, um, mm-hmm. by teaching um, imparting the Word of God and sharing the Gospel. And then also, you know, uh, I do a lot of intercessory uh, courses and classes and mentoring mm-hmm. and coaching and just to kind of break down the basics of prayer because um, mm-hmm. the Bible says that with, you know, prayer to pray without sin and so sometimes praying it has to be a continual conversation with Christ it has to be that continual so sometimes in life there's distractions there's hindrances and so many things come throughout the you know throughout our life and so sometimes that could be broken but um, God wants us to have a constant fellowship with him and when we have that constant fellowship with him then that's when we become the strong um, soldiers in the army of God and so when we become strong in the army of God then we can face anything of adversity that comes against us so I love um, hosting classes, courses, workshops Mm -hmm. and these sorts of things um, just to continue to uh, help God's people to remain strong in Him through a life of intercession
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Tell us more about your experience with discovering the power of prayer. You know that prayer is so powerful and so important. Can you talk a little bit about discovering the power of prayer?
2: Absolutely. How I discovered the power of prayer, I was faced with um, a major um, attack in my life, and it actually was against my son. He was diagnosed with depression. And Mm -hmm. when that came about in my life, I thought that I knew God. I thought I knew prayer. I thought I had it down packed. And unfortunately, when it came, it just knocked me to my knees. I felt Mm -hmm. lifeless. I felt weak. And so the Holy Spirit says, learn of me and another level Mm -hmm. and dimension of prayer. And I said, Holy Spirit, what, what does that look like? And so the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit says, learn the names of who God is, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shammah, and so Jehovah Tishkanu. And so when I began to study him in these realms and call him for who he was, then Mm. I was able to, Ask in His presence. I was able to pray continuously and pray from my heart, from my for my son. And so I began to really intercede in ways that I didn't even know existed in prayer. And the Bible says that the deep call it the deep. So God calls us in such a deep, mm-hmm. intimate place with Him. That's the secret place. That's the secret place. That's the hidden place. And so I didn't know what that place was. I was really a sha- shallow in prayer. But going deeper Mm -hmm. is just going into who he is and just saturating in that place, submerged in that place. And when I got into that place where his very presence would come in, I began to pray for my son. And he began to Mm -hmm. tell me these chains of depression, schizophrenia, paranoia Mm -hmm. can be broken by the power of prayer. And successfully through prayer, my son is free in Christ Jesus today.
1: Mm -hmm. Praise God, thank God Yes, absolutely That is so powerful So powerful, and I say that because I know that I went through a similar Situation with anxiety And You know, again, that power Of prayer, my goodness You know, when you are going through something And don't know what is going on with you And, you know, to be able to Fall to your knees And, you know, and call on God and it just, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. So, yes, I absolutely, um, you know, I agree with you 150% and actually have my own experience of, right. you know, the power of prayer and how it truly, it truly, it truly works.
2: Absolutely. Yes, yes.
1: Yes, yes. So you also offer um, prophetic mentoring. Tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Well, prophetic mentoring came about um, because the Lord began to deal with me very strongly on dreams and visions. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was very much scary in the beginning. I thought something was wrong until eventually um, many of the dreams started coming to pass. And um, I thought it was deja vu, you know, deja vu. Mm -hmm. You know, the more I began to Gain that relationship with Christ once again and through prayer I began to see many of the encounters that I was experiencing in dreams also was in the word of God the revelation of Jesus and our supernatural encounters I've had angelic encounters and so on and so forth I've had visitations where the Holy Spirit has carried me into the heavens and etc and so I really wanted to share with the people of God is that these encounters are real they're real and sometimes in the body of Christ we don't really expound or we don't really express these encounters the way that the word speaks of it because God says in Joel in the last days, God will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, and His Spirit—that's mm-hmm. the Pentecost, that's the Holy Ghost—and so that's what God is doing. And so, I really offer these courses and classes and webinars and coaching just mm-hmm. to help people to grow and further knowledge of the spiritual realm. And these are also layers of the of God's glory. And so, I love helping people to grow and propel in the prophetic.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely love that. So what would you, let's talk a little bit more as far as the, the business um, side side of things. So what would you say um, or what kind of advice do you, or would you give or have to, to give to others out there that are looking to perhaps start a um, faith-based business or some kind of, you know, ministry? Um, what kind of advice would you give to them?
2: The advice that I would give to them is to first pray. Um, the word of mm-hmm. the Lord says, Asking it shall be given, seeking it shall find, and knocking it shall be open." And so the first thing is, you know, going before um, God in prayer and making the vision plain. And so when um, if they want to begin a faith-based business or any particular business, the first thing is praying and interceding mm-hmm. and, um, and asking God for instructions and direction. And he would lead and guide for the resources, the plan, the layout of the blueprint. And so that's so important that we offer him to be first in the business, so, you know, that we're putting him first, excuse me, and so I think that's so intricate and having a successful business, um, you know, because it says to seek ye first the kingdom of God, all his righteousness, mm-hmm. and then all these things will be added unto us. So when we seek God first, that's success.
1: Mm-hmm. That's success. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. That is, and that's so good because, you know, I think that um, a lot of business owners, you know, and not even from the faith-based side of things, like a faith-based business, but just a business owner, you know, you don't have to be a faith-based business to put God first. And I think that that is, you know, I think that's, you know, definitely a piece that is missing from um, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners that immediately jump into, um, you know, oh, I'm going to just, you know, take this idea and run with it and not one, you know, praying, not having that, you know, making that vision plain, as you mentioned. Um, and then also seeking God. Oh, my goodness. That is, that's so powerful. That's, so, that's such great advice for yes. both faith-based businesses and, you know, just all businesses. We'll just say all, all, all businesses out there. Absolutely. So what, what would you say has been the biggest accomplishment that you have had up to this point? The
2: biggest accomplishment in my business? What I experienced is the programs that I that I accept in my program is for young teen mothers, single mm-hmm. mothers, less fortunate families. So it's a government uh, government funded program uh, that I contract with, and um, so there's many programs that they offer where they come in and they would just access uh, access the program and Mm -hmm. assess the children. And so they would sit for hours. And it was a year program, and they would sit with me so many hours per week. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, they would say, do your job, and, you know, we're just going to score you and the children your communication, your skills, your program, your activities. And so many providers, hundreds of providers enrolled in this program. And after they tallied up the scores, they began to contact me and said that my program scored the highest in the county. Mm. So I am the highest-scored provider, home-based program Mm -hmm. in my county.
1: Yes. That is absolutely an amazing accomplishment, and congratulations. So then is this program um, something that's still available for, you know, still available for, for people to be a part of, or...
2: Yes, um, what it is is it's through the the, um, the the school readiness program. And so what okay. happens and how that school works to my advantage when families are looking for child care, um, they go mm-hmm. into a system or a portal and they can pull it up within their zip code, within their county, or, you know, if a family may live, out, you know, um, far distant away but the mom works in this part of town, so what happens mm-hmm. is my name shows up on top because of the high score. Yes. So it sets Perfect. me apart from other mm-hmm. home families, faith-based programs. And, of course, it comes with extra added incentives. So And mm-hmm. I also was listed in one of the child care magazines as the highest scored provider. So that was so major for me.
1: God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> Yes, <laughs> praise God, absolutely congratulations, like you know that is a huge a huge accomplishment and so then, on the flip side of that, can you share what has been um a biggest like your biggest challenge that you have faced uh so far?
2: I would say one of my biggest challenges in the home based program, I would say sometimes not being able to receive the full amount of benefits as a center. So Mm. we don't see our programs as the same. So a Mm home-based child care program receive less even financially versus a center. So we both could be directors, um, you know, excuse me, owners, both are owners, directors, the same requirements within, the, you know, the home versus the business or the facility. But, however, the home-based providers get paid less. So that's a major issue that we've even mm-hmm. talked, taken to the board and advocated against. And um, yes. and I feel that, that is, that's one of my biggest issues. So I don't mm-hmm. get the same pay or look at as the same um, level of professionalism as a mm-hmm. owner of a facility. But yet mm-hmm. my requirements, my trainings, my credentials has to be the same.
1: Mm. Wow. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes what is the one thing that you wish you would have known um, when you started your your business one
2: thing I wish I would have known was um, I wish I would have possibly done greater more research on networking mm-hmm. networking and maybe marketing and connecting to other uh, facilities and homes mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't gain that yeah. like up to years later, so yeah, um, starting business, I think it's so important to to connect and to collaborate. And so I didn't I didn't gain that principle until later on. So I'm good, you know. I do it now. I've joined, I've, um, joined excuse me, um, associations and mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth, networking groups, you know, with uh, childcare providers and owners and so on and so forth, I attend uh, conferences, I travel and training and so on and so forth. And so now I see that when you connect with other professional colleagues in the field, then that's what is intricate to um, growing a professional business. Mm -hmm when I started on my own, I just did the basic. But then when you begin to, you know, stretch out, you see the importance of doing things the right way and doing it with um, the spirit of excellence. So, yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It, you know, I have to back on that because I definitely think that networking, connecting um, is so important. Um, you know, before you start a business, when you start a business, It's so important. Um, Very important. As you say, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think we get caught up in doing so many things, you know, by ourselves and, you know, not even having that team of people. But, you know, when you start networking and connecting with other people, it just opens up a whole other world of resources, of, you know, opportunities that can potentially make you starting, you know, starting out, you know, with a business or launching your business a little bit easier for you if you just. You know, speak up and and actually um, you know reach out and and um, you know not just connect with people, um, but actually you know follow up and have that engagement with those people. Because I definitely think that when I first started networking, I would go to some of the networking events, and then um, you know it's like okay, well, you know, okay, what what do I do? What do I do now? You know, get there, you know, you exchange business cards. Um, but it's really the key is in the follow-up and having those conversations. Because so certainly, you know, if you're networking in associations, as you mentioned, or going to uh, different events, um, you know, you really can't have that one-on-one. And so it's literally just collecting the information to then have that, that coffee or that lunch, um, that one-on-one, sending that email to follow up and all of that. So, yeah, it I, it definitely opens up a whole nother world of, of um, opportunities, resources, um, that could be very bene- beneficial in, um, in business. So I, I absolutely, completely agree with, with that piece. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: So I had shared at the very beginning that this, this week's um, empowerment quote is the power you have is to be the best version of yourself you can be. So you can create a better world. Could you share with us what that means to you?
2: Being a better version of you, I would say what that means to me is being the best that you can be, you know, as an individual, um, being, a being, you know, I would say when you know who you are and you walk in an identity of that, then you begin mm-hmm. to pass it forward to others. And then they become the best that they could be because they see you now. You've empowered yourself with your passion or your purpose. You're following the plan and instructions of God. And see, they, they see you come into that mature man is what I want to say. You know, the full believer in Christ. You know who you are. You know, um, you've been affirmed, approved by God. And so when you're walking in the perfected, the matured man, in Christ and walking in the fullness of faith, then others begin to see that. So mm-hmm. being the best you, I would say, is producing others. You know, or encouraging others to be the best them by you living who you are, mm-hmm. and then they begin to identify with that by becoming who they are. If that
1: kind yes. of
2: yes, yes. So it's yes. Yeah, that's good. Yes, because yeah, often that's, that's... people are visual and. Faith without worth is dead. So you're walking by faith in your identity. So being the best in the identity of who I am is encouraging someone else to become the, who they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good, especially, as I mentioned, with you know, how the some of the foolishness and all of the craziness that's going on in the world. And when we, you know, just came, well, I shouldn't say we came out of, because I feel like we're still very much in the whole COVID-19 crisis. And, you know, of course, all of us have been impacted in some kind of way from a personal level, from a business, you know, level. Um, how have you been impacted and how has your business been impacted um, from the COVID-19 crisis?
2: My business has um Definitely been impacted. Um, I wind up having to close my business uh, temporarily because children, you know, they play so closely together. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I've definitely been impacted by that, by this, um, Mm -hmm. by COVID-19, and even using the wisdom to to reopen because children don't Mm -hmm. understand social distancing. Mm -hmm. So... It's just, you know, now, you know, as they said, the new norm. It's like, what is that with children? Because mm-hmm. they don't know new norm or, you know, the new norm. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, waiting on the right timing and, and going back and, you know, reopening. But I definitely have yes. been impacted. Yes.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So what... Um, would you say or do you have any um, any big plans for the near future for your business that you may want to share?
2: Actually, one of the plans that I have is I would like to host a conference, uh, a chocolate conference, 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 because mm-hmm. one thing that I found out about children is that there was this program that I entered, another program, and it changed the way that I see the concept of teaching. And I wanted to uh, eventually, something I have big coming, is I will be uh, writing curriculum and, um, mm. for, for this teaching. And what it is, is children, they grow off interest. Children are captivated by interest. So a child can come in, and they may say, "Oh, my mom had a a baby," you know, "my mom had a baby," or they, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about, you know, siblings and so on and so forth. So rather than me trying to implement on another subject or topic, we grow. They grow off their interest, and that's what get that's what gains their attention. So so that's what I've learned, is that just whatever interest they have at home, whatever has, you know, um, something new, something captivating, you know, children, their attention span is very short. But if you catch something mm-hmm. that they're interested in, they are willing to sit and they're willing to learn, they're willing to listen, they're, learning to, they're willing to learn new words. So what the Lord has given me is to write a curriculum on that. And I've been mm-hmm. able to do series of teaching and just to see the expounding on their learning. And this is how I gained such a high score. They were mm-hmm. amazing how the children were sitting and listening. I created songs and I created rhyming words and we created books. And it was amazing. And so that's mm-hmm. what I have been coming as a curriculum um, to grow, you know, to you know, gain children's um, learning by interest, what interests them. Yes. yes. And that would cause
1: awesome. an increase in learning. Yes. Absolutely. I think that I, I I think it's amazing. Um because I think our our children definitely um they I think it's a need, you know, um, you know, I have children myself and um I think it's a huge, huge, huge need. So I think that's amazing and I'm yes. definitely looking forward to um, you know, staying connected to learn more about um, that curriculum and, you know, what that looks like and yeah. if it may potentially be offered, Is it will it just be offered in the child care setting or will it be something that, um, you know, potentially will be offered to to others or are you still working out well, the details as far as?
2: It, I would offer it to others as well um, because children are easily bored and even with mm-hmm. teachers, become easily bored as well because we say A for Apple and then we go through all the alphabet and we get to the end of the alphabet and we rotate it again we get into the beginning and it's we're finding out there's lots of mis you know acting out behaviors mm-hmm. and so on and so forth but when you gain it to the capacity of you know they may say my father has a new job and he's a mailman so then, <clears throat> Excuse me. You create that program, you know, adding a mailbox, writing letters to Daddy, and all of that. And so, mm-hmm. I would love to offer it to everyone. And um, mm-hmm. and it just, I I love to kind of like change the theme with the interest. And so, everywhere that they go, even in home living and science and arts and crafts and so all of these things, dressing up, you know, as the mailman, the little boy. And so this mm-hmm. is, I mean, I love it, and um, they look forward. And guess what? The children don't want to go home. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I can understand that. I can definitely understand that because they're enjoying, you know, the learning process, and, and um, yeah, that's, that's that's truly amazing. That's truly amazing. Yeah.
2: So,
1: so what is one piece? I'm sorry, what did you say?
2: No, ma'am, I was saying I was, I'm excited for that. Okay.
1: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I definitely feel like you you um you definitely should be excited. I can definitely um hear the passion um in you know, in your voice when when you talk about it. So um that's truly amazing. What's uh, what is one piece of advice that you would give um the listeners on how they can empower their own growth and success journey?
2: Um, one way that I would say is is connecting with individuals that they possibly already see that has gained a momentum of mastering their skills in that career or that profession and, you know, mm-hmm. asking questions and doing, once again, research. And, and first of all, and also, too, allowing time of mentoring. So, you know, if they're interested in, um, you know, growing successfully in a business mm-hmm. sometimes what does it look like? What's, what was the, the high point? What were the low points? And, you know, how did you get there? And so on and so forth. And what, is, what was the process, you know? And so I think all of that is um, pivotal to growing and to being successful mm-hmm. in any business. And, um, you know, and I think that that is what helped me implement I reached out to to several providers and childcare agencies and I did some research before um, coming from out of 25 26 years of working in early education and I started my mm-hmm. own business but I did some research prior to and went and met neighbors and so on and so forth so I think that would definitely help um, enhance um, you know the success.
1: And Absolutely. Absolutely, I think that is great, great, great advice that um, that you have given to uh, to the listeners. So I, I know I um you had mentioned that you have um your the big plans for the future for your businesses. You're working on the curriculum. Is there anything else that's coming up on the horizon for you um, that you may want to share in events or? Anything things that you may want to share as far as coming up on the horizon? Uh,
2: for the cultivator ministries, one thing that I am I, I'm working on, and it's a prayer of mine, is a conference. It's a conference mm-hmm. because I love, love empowering God's people in prayer and mm-hmm. um, in in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So I really would love to, you know, bring God's people together You know, and just host a prayer conference, prayer event, and just continue to empower and to educate because there's so many individuals that I've met by way of social media that they didn't even know what prayer was. How do Mm. I pray? What does prayer mean? Mm. And mm-hmm. so you have so many that still lack that foundation, but they're trying to, you know, move forward in leadership but don't have that foundation of intercessory, you know, and that supplication. Mm-hmm. And so I love to help a man birth that, a at that, those points. And so mm-hmm. that's what I would love and I have on the horizon coming, and that's one of my continual prayers that God will show me how to put it together and host a um, prayer conference.
1: Yes, Yes. absolutely. I think that it would be absolutely amazing and a blessing. um, You know, for 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 that to be, you know, whether it's on the social media, um, or, you know, I don't know when we'll be able to be in person, but you know, whether it's a virtual summit, but I definitely think it would truly, truly, be a um, a blessing. Well, Sylvia, I just want to take the time to say that I am absolutely so grateful and thankful for having you on the show to share your amazing story and journey. If you could, you know, take some time just to share with the listeners on how they can stay connected with you and support uh, your efforts.
2: Thank you. Yes, they may connect um, on Facebook as under Intercessor Sylvia. And also, too, I'm on Instagram under Intercessor Sylvia as well, and they also can follow me on Facebook under Cultivating International um, Ministries, and also I'm on YouTube as with Cultivating International Ministries TV, and I'm also on Periscope, and so um, also they can connect with me on my website. I just actually launched yesterday Supernatural Encounter Dream and Vision Digital mm-hmm. Workbook um, to share some supernatural uh, teachings and trainings, and just to encourage the people um, that they who they are who they are through Christ Jesus and through the Spirit of God and not to be afraid of encounters. Mm-hmm. And so that is available on the cultivatingcoach.com. And thank you again, Teresa, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it so kindly. Thank you again.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. Like I said, it's truly really been an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show to share your journey. Um, I I thank you. It's been um, an absolute blessing to have you on the show. And I truly wish you much success and blessings as you continue on your journey. Thank you. So, listeners, thank you for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, Sylvia Castillo. Sylvia shared her amazing story and journey to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or events, please email b. that's E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-E-D, B, at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator.
0: Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Moore, and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose us.